Welcome to the Friends Friday Fun Podcast. Enjoy fun and amusing ways to nurture relationships with insights on improving vision for a brighter future, expanding value with gained wisdom and increased vitality through legacy living. Live your best life now with our host, the dancing motivator, Penny Lee Prevost. Thank you so much for that introduction, Carl, and welcome to Friends Friday Fun. Of course, today is the best day of the week because it's Friday and I get to touch people's hearts in a positive way, hopefully causing a ripple effect and you do the same. So today I'm super excited because I have the opportunity to speak with a new to me young friend that one of my NIA colleagues referred to me. She goes by the name Rain Chinoa Freeman. And she is 15 years old. She is an only child of mixed race. She's passionate about raising awareness of the struggles biracial children face and helping them figure out their identity. In her spare time, she participates in her high school choir and she draws for fun. So I want to say thank you for joining me, Rain, and welcome to Friends Friday Fun Podcast. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. And I have to say, happy Friends Friday. Right. Today's a good day. Friday is fun. Friday is fun. And it's not just because it's the end of the week. It's because we have an opportunity to really make a difference in our community if we want to. And that's the whole mission behind the Friends Friday fun movement is to be able to reconnect with people or connect with new people and be able to teach others how they too can make friends easily by simply sparking a conversation. So that's what we're going to do today. And we're going to have a conversation around one of the four C's for success. So in my time as a business consultant, I have discovered that there are four major C's that contribute to people's overall success. And the first one is a commitment, making a commitment, whether that's to yourself, that should be primary, but commitment to the things that you say you're going to do and follow through. Mm -hmm. The second one is to be able to communicate information effectively so that you can reach the audience that you are looking to. And of course, that would be your community. So that's the third C. And then in your community, there's often like-minded people that you could collaborate with so that you can reach greater success. So that's where the four C's for success comes from. And you and I get to talk about communication today. Yay! (laughs) So tell me, why did you pick the communication topic? Because I gave you the option of all four. So we decided, or you decided, that you'd like to talk about communication. So why was that important to you? I picked it because I think that communication is really important. And, you know, I know everybody says that, but it's a huge part of my life. You know, I live with my dad and my parents are separate. So I've had to learn as I've gotten older that communication is like one of the biggest things in life. And if you don't communicate with people, it's like, to me, it just feels like you're not really living at all. Because it's like, you know, we develop speech for a reason. And it can be really hard to use the voice that you have. But I personally believe that it is really important to speak up for yourself and communicate and help other people understand where you're coming from. 
I love it. Thank you so much for accepting my invitation. I think uh, I think you're absolutely right. Communication is really important. And today we have so many different means of communicating with all of the different technology. There's so many different ways that you can communicate with other people. What would you say is your favorite way to communicate? I like communicating face-to-face with people, you know, because I feel like a part of communication, it's not always words, but it's looking somebody in the eye and noticing how they react to your information and kind of revealing to them like, hey, this is a good conversation and this is going to be like a good time for us. You know, I feel like talking on the phone is really nerve wracking and texting. You can't really always tell what the person is trying to say. So I think talking face-to-face or even like on recording is just one of the best ways to communicate. I love it. I think you're absolutely right. I personally like one-on-one communication too. And I particularly uh, love the fact that we do have technology like Zoom or Google Teams, as you mentioned, is a common one that people use to do video conference calling or video calling, which allows you to then see the body language of people, hear the tone of voice, because that's the major thing that's missing in uh, written communication, text and and messenger and emails and things. You don't have the emotional information to work with, right? And, And there's misunderstandings. Whereas if you are looking at somebody, you can tell if they're getting flushed, or you can tell if they are frustrated or confused or puzzled by what you've said. So you're right. I like talking on the phone, although I totally agree that in person or video calling is definitely much, much more helpful. (laughs) They do say say that 80% of communication is body language. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. And of course, with Nia, this is a big part of the Nia technique practice is your communication, your self expression, your way of connecting with your body and listening to your body's way of movement. And, you know, a lot of those things are really important that I think sometimes people are disconnected from. Right, exactly. You mentioned that Uma, who referred you to me, mm-hmm. uh, is also connected to, I think it's, is it your grandmother? Yeah, my grandma. So tell me a little bit about uh, your grandmother and her experience with the Nia technique. Um, She's an awesome woman. You know, my grandma is a very strong person. I've learned a lot from her and I kind of take it like I want to be like her when I'm older, you know, um, when it comes to Nia, it's like, she's just like, it's so empowering to her. I feel like, and watching my grandmother dance, like it's kept her so young and vibrant and it's filled her with an energy that most people her age don't have, you know? So it's really admirable to see how happy she is when she dances. And I think she enjoys it a lot too. And I feel like she also thinks it's a good experience because When you do Nia, you get to meet a lot of people and you get to talk to a lot of people from different backgrounds and from different parts of the city that you probably never would have met if you hadn't been connected through that form of dance. And I just think it's really awesome. So I love the fact that she does it. And I love the fact that she's a teacher. Beautiful. And I think you hit the nail right on the head there because as a Nia technique instructor myself, 
I have attracted people, all different types of people to the practice. And, you know, it's a way to make friends for sure. Yeah, uh, because it's a common thing that everybody is involved in the practice. And so you have this common thread between all of the participants in the class. And when we have people together, there is like mindedness, and there is a sense of energy flow that is really very inspiring to others. Yeah. I've met some of like the coolest people I've ever known through Nia. It's just, it's such a energy filled type of dance. It's really amazing. Yeah, it sure is. Have you tried it yourself? Have you done a few classes yourself? I've been doing Nia since I was two years old. Wow! Um, So I can't do it much anymore because I don't live near my grandma anymore, but I used to go to her Saturday classes like all the time. I love Nia so much and it's kind of, it's just a very comforting dance to me. I've been doing it ever since I was little. So nice. So rain, I have a little secret. Yeah. <laughs> Nia is now taught by most practitioners on zoom. <laughs> so You can still participate even if your grandma's far away. <laughs> yeah. I've been thinking about that. Cause I know she does use zoom, but I'm also like, I live in an apartment on the second floor. So I don't know where exactly I would dance, you know? So I was thinking, I don't know. I was thinking about it. I'll do anything if I, if it means I can dance, you know? So, and you know what, Uh, when COVID first hit, I had been dancing in this little square piece of my living room, just Mm -hmm. so that I could demonstrate the moves. And I decided after about six months of dancing in my little square piece of my living room that I would just empty my whole living room. And I cleared out all the furniture. The only thing that's in there is my piano. And I have my computer set up on the piano and my music is all connected through this music box. It's a mixer. And that way I'm able to dance with students on Zoom and I have space in my home where I can invite yeah. people to come in and dance with me at the same time. So I do a hybrid class. I have in-person cool. people and I'm dancing on Zoom at the same time. Yeah. I would love to find like Nia classes in Columbus and like just everywhere in Ohio, I feel like would be great to have more because, you know, it's a really good dance, but it's not very well known. You know, I wish it was, it's, it deserves to be more well-known. Yeah. And it's just a matter of time because we just need more and more instructors in different areas. And then eventually everybody will know what Nia is. And I truly believe that when people experience it, it's a very different experience than a typical exercise class. Yeah. It's very connecting and like the entire time during the classes, I'm always talking to other people, which it like, it makes me more confident when I'm there and you end up making friends that you're normally friends with for the rest of your life. There's just something about the dance that just kind of emotionally connects you to people. Like that's one of the reasons why you don't dance with shoes on is so that you can like feel the energy through the floor (laughs) and stuff like that. Yeah. It's a very connecting uh, type of dance. And I like it because of that. Awesome. Now you also are an artist. Yes. What kind of art do you like? I mean, I like all types of art. (laughs) I've been drawing since, well, I mean, ever since I was a little kid, obviously, but I didn't really get super into it until maybe fifth or sixth grade. I draw a lot of people, specifically women, just because they're easier to draw. 
men are kind of more angular. So I struggle with that a little bit. Um, but I'm practicing, you know, architecture and stuff, but I like drawing traditionally with like paints and watercolors and I'm trying to get more into like the digital art world, but it's a lot harder than just using, you know, markers or paint. It's, it's kind of confusing. Yeah. I like it very much. (laughs) Well, my daughter, actually, my oldest daughter, she took fine arts at college and then Mm -hmm. most of her colleagues in class were going into graphic arts. And she said, mom, I want to do real art. I don't want to do computer art, you know? And so she ended up pursuing a path as a tattoo artist. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So she she actually draws her, her designs and then puts them on people. And so she's, uh, she's been doing that very successfully for a few years. And art too is a form of communication, isn't it? Yeah. I like, you know, when I get really stressed out or when I'm kind of upset about things, I tend to draw or paint because it just, you can feel your emotions kind of gliding out on the paper. And it's different when you do digital art, you know, you can't feel it. It's just a a pencil on a screen. But when I paint, you know, I can kind of feel those, those emotions leaving me and I can communicate what I'm feeling to other people through what I've drawn Rather than having to always speak it out loud. Because sometimes that's the hardest part is like materializing what you're thinking. Absolutely. And I love how you said that uh, you can feel your emotions through your fingers because that's so true. At NIA, we have all these different hand moves. And that actually stimulates the mind. And so gets your mind working creatively so that you can be more expressive and have that connection and that's the mind body connection you know yeah it's very comforting to draw and if I find an emotion like I don't know if you've ever had emotions where it's like you feel it but you don't know how to describe it so I try to like draw it out so that I understand what it is sometimes it's like I'm just communicating with myself like I don't know what I'm feeling right now so let's figure it out but that's all good because that's so important so that you can nurture that emotional side of you yeah Beautiful. Well, that's kind of like my Friends Friday fun movement on Fridays. I get so excited about Fridays because when I do nice things for other people, that fills up my emotional tank. And the more I do that, the more it overflows. And it's just an amazing feeling. And as I say, that's why this whole thing was started so that one, I could help other people to recognize the impact that they make in their community um, by touching one person's heart at a time. Also, by nurturing relationships and understanding that, you know, we are more alike than we are different. And I'm sure that's part of your message, being a biracial child, right? And so helping people. I hear that you are a club leader at your high school. What kind of club do you lead? Um, so I have helped with two different clubs with, you know, schoolwork and stuff. It's really hard to continue to participate in them, but I try my best. I was in a tabletop gaming club for a while as like a DM and I would help like the younger students play games. Cause you know, I was a freshman last year, so I was kind of learning it, but I've gone through a year of the club. So I've become a, like a leader of the club. And then I was participating in like the Active Minds Club at my school. It's basically a club about mental health and raising awareness about um, 
how you can help other people without putting stress on yourself. And I really enjoyed that club. Um, it's like really empowering to work together with other people and other teachers to help people in my school. And it's allowed me to learn how to help other people without like taking it upon myself and how to actually help them yeah. and how to communicate with them and make them realize that they are just as important as everybody else. You know, I love that. Hats off to you for leading that. That's amazing. Yeah. You mentioned one thing. So just so you know, I'm an older person and I don't really know what a DM is. <laughs> oh, sorry. So there's tabletop games that are like you have a story and you make characters and then you kind of act out that story through like writing and words. So you kind of communicate with each other what's happening in the story. Um, and a DM is the person that kind of guides the story and gives like the prompts for the characters and tells you what, like, if there's like a character that isn't being played, the DM will be like, this character, you know, uh, throws this rock. Now what do you do? You know? Okay, to get like, them engaging. Yeah. Beautiful. That's really neat. Oh, that sounds fun too. <laughs> it's really fun. If you, if you have a good group of people to do it, sometimes some people are just like, they don't, they get anxious about it. But if you have a group of people who are comfortable with making up really creative things to do, then it gets really awesome. Fantastic. Well, talk about having fun. I have an amazing uh, game or tool that I call the Positive Attitude Zone Talk Cards. And right. I love these cards. I use them on many different occasions, particularly special occasions like birthdays and I understand you have a birthday coming up very soon yes I do so you're gonna be 16 right yes wonderful I hope you have something really special planned because I know when you turn 16 it's a big deal you know yeah I'm still not sure but I'm, I'm working on it <laughs> Good stuff. all right so your question we have five different categories rain okay. um the purple category is about relationships. The blue category is about self-esteem and values. The green category is creative thinking. The yellow category is forethought. And the pink category is reflective thinking. And there's 10 questions per category. So a total of 50 questions in the deck. And so the question that my business partner, Liz, chose for you last episode is from the pink category, reflective thinking. What did you accomplish today? Um. I think my biggest accomplishment today was I took the hardest test I've ever taken in my school career because, you know, I'm in geometry currently and I'm normally okay with math, but I am not very good at geometry. And this test that I took was on proofs and it was really hard, but I think it's like the first test where I've really understood what I'm doing. So out of that, it was like this, I'm actually starting to understand geometry. It, kind of made my whole day better. I was like, yes, you know. Wonderful. So it confirmed that you actually know what you're talking about now when it comes yeah. to that subject. Awesome. That's fantastic. Well, you now have the opportunity to pick a question for our next episode, our next show, which will be my friend Sylvie Poitra. And she's also going to talk to me about communication. She actually has a business to help people to be more efficient. And a lot of that has to do with being very efficient and clear in your communication yeah. as That's well. Awesome. Yeah. 
All right, so what color of card would you like? I, I already read to you purples, relationships, blue, self-esteem and values, green, creative thinking, yellow, forethought, and pink is reflective thinking. Um, I'm thinking green. I always like the green ones because I like being creative. Yes. <laughs> and so That's do you. So funny. <laughs> All right. So we only have four questions left in the green category. So okay. what number would you like? Which one? Um, let's do number two. One, two. Oh, if you could trade places with someone for one day, who would it be? So, of course, you can certainly reflect on that and talk about it with friends tomorrow at school if you want to. And that's the fun thing about these cards is you could pick one card in the morning and then use that as your focus and intention for the day. And I often actually use these in class too. So one of the questions that uh, I use this week is what makes your family special? And when I do my class at the beginning of class, everybody answers the question. And then I take the answers and implement them when I'm dancing so that it gets them thinking about how special their family is or reminds them of that. That's really awesome. I like that idea. Yeah. So there's lots of great ways you can use those cards. So that question is the question for Sylvie. If you could trade places with someone for one day, who would it be? And then, of course, we wrap up our show with a fun joke. And I asked you to bring a joke in relation to communication. Did you find one? I did. I think it's very funny. Awesome. Okay. Can you share that with us? All right. If you're ever locked outside of your home, just calmly talk the lock because communication is key. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and that is so true because the communication is so important in order for you to have healthy relationships with other people. And of course, find ways to attract the things you want in your life, right? You really have yeah, to yeah. think about it. One, you got to stop and think. Two, you want to ask. And then three, be open to receive. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. Any last words of wisdom that you would like to share with everyone? Um, Definitely get comfortable with talking to people. You know, it's really hard, but it will be a lifesaver. And the hardness of getting out of your comfort zone will be replaced by the kind of comfort of being able to share your thoughts and avoid confusion later on in life. Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day. I know you're a student and you, you've got other activities that you do. So I'm sure your day is fully loaded. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for inviting me to do this. This was a really awesome experience. You had fun? Yes. <laughs> glad. That's what it's all about. So keep in mind, I'm looking for young people between the ages of 10 and 20. So okay. if you know of other young people that might be interested that have confidence to talk with me, I would love to be referred to them. Absolutely. I think I have a couple ideas. So Fantastic. I'll talk to those people and see if they're interested. Excellent. Well, I'm so glad that you had a chance to join me today. It was fun getting to know you and happy to call you my new young friend. So I'm very <laughs> excited about that. <laughs> Awesome. Happy Friends Friday. Of course, I want to thank all of my listeners for tuning in on a regular basis. I do want to mention that you can connect with me by either email or on Messenger through Facebook. 
We also at Graduate Thrivers have a private Facebook group called Stepping Stones for Success for anybody who is in business already and would like to have a community of people they could bounce ideas off of. Of course, our Positive Attitude Zone talk cards are available as a deck on our website, so you can certainly pick them up there and have them shipped directly to you. Finally, I just want to say, make sure you take make a point on Fridays to do something extra special, nice for somebody. Oftentimes, it could be as simple as a card. You can put a card in the mail and say, hey, I've been thinking of you, and that will make someone's day. You can pick up the phone and give them a call and just say, I've been thinking about you and what you've been doing and wanted to connect with you. And you know what? It doesn't matter how many years have gone by. People will be happy to hear from you just the same. So again, happy Friends Friday and thank you so much. Have a great day and bye for now. Bye. Thanks for winding down your week with our Friends Friday Fun Podcast. Penny Lee is looking to make one million friends worldwide. To join her newfound friend fans, fire off an email to hello at pennyleeprevost.com or kick off your shoes and visit the Dancing Motivator Facebook page and drop by her website for more fun ways to live your best life now.